My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. I have a question that I've been seeking an answer to for a few weeks, and I thought I had figured it out, but I had this weird feeling that I was missing something. And I finally got the last piece, for now anyway, this last weekend. My question was this, is faith a choice or is it a gift? Or in other words, is faith something within my control or out of it? A couple of weeks ago, I planted a little garden with my kids. It's not really very impressive, just a few pots with some plants in them. It's more of a learning experience than a way to feed our family. But it's had me thinking about Alma and his seed of faith. Alma compares faith to a seed that we plant that eventually grows and bears fruit. And if you read through it carefully in the second part of Alma 32, you will see that there are some things we can do and some things only the seed can do. For example, we plant the seed. We have to put it in the ground. Seeds can be around for hundreds of years without growing. And then when the conditions are finally right, as in someone plants it and waters it, it will start to grow. I've been learning with my little garden that I can make sure the soil is ready and I can make sure there is water and sunlight. Those are my choices. But I cannot do anything to speed up how fast those seeds grow. That is a gift. For example, our radishes were up out of the soil in three days but we still haven't seen one of the pepper plants peek through. No matter how I wish it would grow faster, the seed will grow as fast as it will grow. There are things I can control and things I can't. And that's how faith is. Now growing a plant until it produces is not a fast thing. And if you quit taking care of it anytime before that point, you're not going to get any fruit from it. It needs consistent care. So you choose to keep nourishing it. But when it does produce fruit, nothing you can do will change what kind of fruit it is. If you planted peppers, they won't magically be cantaloupe. The fruit that comes is a gift. Now, there is a lot more you can learn about what exercising faith looks like and what the fruits of that are by studying the examples of people in the scriptures. And Moroni does that in Ether chapter 12. That's a great place to start your own study of how to choose faith and what the fruits or the gifts are. Anyway, at this point in studying, I figured I had my answer. Faith is both a choice and a gift. There you go. But faith wouldn't leave me alone. It just kept nagging me, feeling like it wasn't done. But I couldn't force it. No matter what I read, I couldn't find what I was missing. Until after this last weekend. It just came. And it came through my seven-year-old daughter and my five-year-old son. 
On Sunday, President Nelson invited us to fast with him for relief from COVID-19. And we told our kids about the invitation so that the older two boys with experience in fasting could join in. But the next two kids voiced that they were going to do it too. The five-year-old said he would fast for breakfast and the seven-year-old said she would fast from just food for two meals. Well, they both succeeded in their goals. The younger one made it to lunch and the older one made it all the way to dinner. And I marveled that they were able to do that. Think about it. What evidence did they have that going without food could help the world with COVID-19? None. All they had was the word of their parents and maybe some teachers from church. But they did it anyway. They didn't know what would happen, but they acted like it would work. When you exercise faith, you act as if you already know. When you plant a seed, in order for it to grow, you have to treat it as if it will grow. If you treat it like it won't, then it won't. But if you treat it like it will, then it can, if it's a good seed like Alma says. And that's how you know it's a good seed. It grows. You won't know everything. Alma even says that. But you will know that it is good. This idea that you act like you know was the piece I was missing about faith. So because of the examples of my two kids, I had a bunch of questions come to me like, if I knew that Russell M. Nelson was a prophet, what would I do differently? If I was for sure that the Book of Mormon was true, how would that change my choices or my life? If I was completely certain that Jesus Christ's atonement was for me, that I could be forgiven of my sins and have that burden taken from my shoulders, would I wait to receive that blessing? What would keep me from repenting every day? As I went through these questions and more questions, I was surprised and humbled to find that there were gaps in my faith. I do not always act as if I know the seed will grow. I often act more like, I hope it will grow, but I don't want to have wasted too much energy on something that maybe won't grow in the end. But if you treat your seeds like that, then at best, you get a tiny plant with a little bit of fruit, but it won't be fruit you can feast upon even until ye are filled that ye hunger not, neither shall ye thirst, like Alma promises. And at worst, you will get nothing. And you'll eventually toss out a seed that was good because you wouldn't take the risk to put in a true effort to see if it would grow. The cool thing about faith is that you can see it start to grow. Just like a seed, you can see progress. Sometimes the progress is easy to discern. Like when it first pops up, there was just dirt and now there's this little green plant, right? Other times, it might be the roots that are doing most of the growing, and you might not really see it. But if you pay attention, you will be able to notice 
that faith growing for as long as you take care of it. Alma says, just try it. Experiment upon my words, he says. Act as if you know, and then see what happens to your faith. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.